evening I'll be flying to Jamaica via London for a conference at the University of West Indies. It's, it's the um, International Reggae Conference, which I've spoken at uh, previously a couple more times. It's um, probably the most significant conference on reggae in the world, I would say, yeah. It's a great conference to attend. I've been to Jamaica five times now. This will be my fifth trip. And I can tell you loads and loads of choftes because every single day something happens or you're somewhere and someone appears and you're standing next to a legend or, you know, you bump into someone, you know, or just all kinds of things, really. That, uh, I find I find it to be a, a very inspirational place, the land of wood and water, as it's called which has got the best coffee and the best music in the world. Um, for me anyway, and for many people. And that um, makes Jamaica, I think, outside of Greece, um, my most visited place. It also makes the University of West Indies the place that I've spoken at the most. If you add all that together, then something might happen after I retire, but <laughs> that's just speculation. Some of the some of the um, experiences I've had o- over the years, from uh, you know sheer joy at meeting uh, legends, you know, like just walking into a record shop and then realizing that it's owned by, um, um, you know, uh, Derek Harriet or Hopeton Lindo, and you know you get to meet these people in person, and it's just. Um, Amazing, you know, since the the late nineteen eighties when I've been there, um, or being at the beach and and meeting meeting artists who you've got their twelve inch vinyl and they only released one twelve inch vinyl, and it became a bit of a roots classic. On, on various trips, various things happened in in two thousand seventeen when I was leaving um, to get the plane from Montego Bay. Um, it had been raining all day literally raining all day. I mean, and I woke up, you know, I fell asleep and there was a sort of a little ditch next to my, next to my, um, um, Airbnb. And there was nothing in it really. It was just a little ditch. And then the next day it was a river by my, <laughs> quite a big river flowing by my window. And, uh, on that occasion, um, uh, we left, the. We left the accommodation slightly earlier <clears throat> and a trip that would have taken 20 minutes took something like four hours. 
And I just about got the aeroplane. I got there 45 minutes before it was going to take off. Fortunately, quite a lot of other people were delayed. So the flight was slightly delayed. And I got it. It's, it's the, perhaps it's the only time I've actually felt like I was going to miss a plane. I've, I've had some other shapes from other places as well, but that was definitely the most dramatic. Um, on my last trip, obviously, the highlight of my career as an academic, where I spoke at the 26th annual Bob Marley lecture at the University of West Indies, um, every single day there was something really significant happening to me. Uh, one of the greatest experiences of that trip was was DJing in a tavern in the Rasta camp. Um, and that was a Sunday afternoon session. I played for about six hours. It was just nice actually DJing in Jamaica in, in, a, in a place where the people really appreciated the music. Um, and I also went to a, in a, in a yard session, only vinyl session, um, in Elchina Smith's yard. I actually went to that after that I gave the lecture and um, <clears throat> I don't know, in some ways that was, it was euphoric, you know, it was like, I'd just given this very, you know, significant lecture and my friend Jelani said to me, we're, we're going to take you somewhere, they didn't tell me where we was going. And when we got there, I was, the euphoria was times 10, you know, because this is something that I'd been seeing online, I've, I've heard a lot of the inner me yard, um, inner yard um, releases over the years, and meeting old Chena Smith again was very special. And hearing those great musicians, something I hope to do again because I actually arrive on Friday night, and there's that that yard that yard event is in session, so it's possibly I might get there again. Um, also went um, another year to. Uh, the Dub Club, which was, um, it was quite a, quite an experience. And it, uh, walking out of there, say, three or four in the morning was a bit of an ordeal because you, you have to go down a few hundred steps to get there. But when you have to do that at, at three o'clock in the morning, it's a bit of a, you know, it's a bit of a struggle, really. Um, but that was an amazing thing as well. Um, I get to meet some very ordinary people in Jamaica who I'm probably never going to see them again. You know, they're just everyday people. Um, people you, you bump into at an event. Taxi drivers. You know, I, I once met um, a taxi driver on uh, Nutsford Avenue in Kingston. Um, and I was looking for a taxi, but I, I just felt that everybody was just trying to hustle me. And, and there was one man who's probably about my age. I, w I was in my fifties at that time. And, um, he just came up to me, smiled and said, taxi. And I said, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, and then he, he, he held out his hand, you know, to take my bag, put it in the, in the, in the boot. And I sat in the taxi and we just started talking and I, I liked, I liked his, um, just like the way he was talking, and he, he introduced himself, himself, himself as Frank, and he gave me his business card as well, and he, his, his tagline was Frank by name, Frank by nature. 
So uh, we started talking about music, obviously, and, and this guy, it was like a dancehall encyclopedia. I couldn't believe how much he knew about reggae. Um, and he quizzed me about who, who, in my opinion, was was the king of dancehall. You know, which artist did people come out on the streets for when he came back to Jamaica from the airport in Kingston all the way into town and the airport in Kingston is... You have to go around this big port to get to the airport, so it's about five, six miles or so, you know, to actually get into Kingston. And I had this vision in my mind of, you know, the streets lined with people greeting someone. I, I couldn't, and I had to think about in the last 30, 40 years, you know, you have people like Shabba Ranks. Um, you know, I, got, I went even further back, Euro and Big Youth, but I wasn't so sure back then that that would have happened. And then he told me it's Yellow Man, and I thought, well, I never, I'd never. I mean, I think a lot of people underestimate Yellow Man's um, impact, not just in Jamaica but around the world. Um, but we talked about all the sound system clashes and all the loads of stuff. Um, I never got to link with Frank again. I, I lost his card sadly, and every time I go to Kingston, I. I've got to find a way of getting to Nutsford Avenue in the hope that I might bump into him again because he drove me around for the remaining two or three days at that time and we became quite good friends. So Jamaica awaits me, Choftians. I'm um, really looking forward to it. And um, I'd like to get to a place, but I'm not sure if I'm going to have time, which, believe it or not, exists in Jamaica. There's a, there's a little settlement in Jamaica I think it's in, it's in St. Anne's, in, in the district of St. Anne's, and it's called Cyprus. And I found this completely by accident about 10 years ago on, on um, Google Maps. And I thought, this is a bit strange. My, my very good friend Skev has been there, um, and he, he made a, a, a very uh, interesting video clip about it. But he's the kind of place I'd like to do more research about to find out how a place became named Cyprus in Jamaica. It's probably got a lot to do with British colonialism, which both countries experienced. Um, but it, it does fascinate me. It's also f fairly near the, the um, Bob Marley's <clears throat> um, uh, Bob Marley's village of uh, Nine Mile, and where he's buried. And there's a sort of mausoleum there which I, I've, I've never visited. I'd, I'd like to see that again. I am going to link up with PZ, hopefully, um, who's a great artist that I've got a lot of time for. And, um, yeah, Jamaica, Jamaica. It does mean that next week's Choff that won't be around, but I'm, I'm hoping that next week's Choff that will feature a very special guest, uh, Banos Fedlas from London, all about the toils and tribulations of being a referee. Anyway, meantime, here's a track from Brigadier Jerry that says it all. Jamaica, 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 even on the lion, down in Jamaica, Brigadier born and grow. The old Shirayos fall, I'm in love with so. I used to go to school and play tea tattoo. 
And down in Jamaica, they play Domino. I tell you, St. Catherine down to Anova. Montrelane down to Westmoreland. I tell you, St. James right round to Clarendon. Lord, he will send Mary right round to Portland. I'm on Barrow, my brother, man. Was making a truck going over these hills, man. To check my grandfather, who is a farmer. Not who live in a Manchester area. Give me 17 bunch and a green, green banana. 34 pound and the Irish potato. 55 pound and the sweet, sweet cassava. Lord, he never have no tomato. He never have no tomato. Even though man, me said it. First thing me do, me fling the funny in a gear. The second thing me do, me reach a Spanish town square. By my surprise, is a woman appear. She say, Papa Briggy, what you really have here? Holy <laughs> for green, green banana. 34 pound of the Irish potato. 55 pound of the sweet sweet cassava. 84 pound of the yam name renta. Lord, me never have no sense in me, me never have no sense to Jamaica, Jamaica. Jamaica, Jamaica. Lord, after went downtown and checked Miss Brown. She say, Papa Briggy is the king of the town. Your complexion no black, just know that it's brown. That's why you have the food I sell round town. Lord, only for green, green banana. 34 pound of the Irish potato, 55 pound of the sweet sweet cassava, 84 pound of the yam renta. God, me never have no tomato, me never have no tomato. Lord, me said the first thing me do, me fling the fan in a gear. The second thing me do, me reach a Spanish town square. The third thing me do, I man tie up my scale. By my surprise, is a woman appear. She say, Papa Briggy, what you really have here? Holy <laughs> for green, green banana. 24 pound of the Irish potato. 55 pound of the sweet peas cassava. 84 pound of the yam name renta. Lord, me never have no tomato. Me never have no sense in me, yo. That's why me want Turn me loose. Turn me loose, ya now. Ribbit it, 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 it. Take the shakers from off my feet. I wanna run to the beat. Cause it's so long. And since I have jumped by my side. Oh, yo. But I really can't take this fighting underwater. Jamaica, Jamaica. Jamaica, Jamaica. Imagine. Jamaica, Briggy, Bon and Grow. The old Chiraya song, I'm a love it so. We used to go to school and play Titato. And down on the island, we play Domino. Thank you. 